Hey everybody, Marie DeMinth here. Hope you're having a good holiday season. Happy New Year's Eve Eve. Um, we sure do miss y'all and are so excited to see everybody in February, uh, February 3rd through the 5th at Rubber Gloves for FemFest. We're working super hard behind the scenes to bring that festival to the helm. Got some amazing artists that we've added to the lineup this week that we'll be announcing um, on Monday. And oof, oof. Oof, y'all, y'all can't, y'all, you're not ready. You're simply not ready. But I do know what you are ready for, and that's today's Restream episode. Today, we are featuring an incredible individual whose 30th birthday was this week at the time of this recording. So I couldn't have pictured anybody else to take this spot for this week's Restream slot. So without any further ado, please enjoy this Restream with the one, the only, Danica Dobson of Flesh and Flora Photography. Y'all, if you are feeling down and need a little bit of body positivity support, this episode is absolutely for you. We talk about nature. We talk about self-love. We talk about all things that are creative and in the world of photography and our bodies and how we relate to them. And it's just a great reminder of how wonderful Danica is and the energy that they put out in this world and the message that they send through the work that they do, um, both in front of and behind the lens. So, all right, I'll stop bragging. See y'all at FemFest. Please enjoy this episode with Danica Dobson of Flesh and Flora Photography. everybody and welcome back to another episode of what the femme podcast i'm marie dementh i am birdie holly and today i am very excited bird i think you're pretty excited yeah. as well also welcome yeah. back missed you last week thanks <laughs> Hello. yes good to be here <laughs> yes i uh, can't wait to talk about all of our exciting new things next week's episode tune in yeah but before that um, we are super excited to bring to you a local artist, a patron of the arts, long a patron coming. of our Patreon. What? <laughs> I said, no, this interview has been a long time coming. This interview has been a super long time super coming. Long this, time coming. Yeah. This, this guest has been on our list since day one, I think since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like even at, when we had our annual retreat at the beginning of this year, we were like, mm -hmm. all right, who are the people that we want? This was one of them. Yes. And we are finally here, here. We've at the made end it. of the year. <laughs> We made it. We saved the best for the end. How about that? Yes. <laughs> that part. Everybody, please welcome to the virtual stage, the one, the only, Danica Dobson of Flesh and Flora Photography. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank I'm you. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> we're excited. Excited is the first word. Mm-hmm. I think you were like our most requested person to be interviewed when we did our little like uh, survey yes. like a couple of months Aww. ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everyone's like, little... we're just Danica. We're like, we're working on it. Okay. Oh it. She's <laughs> shy. She's, she's very shy. Everybody who's everybody who uh, has been asking, you can, you've got what you, you you've got asked what you for. Asked for. We listen. And, and, and funny enough, just, Today is also in the land of podcasting Christmas Eve. So a little Christmas gift early. <laughs> My mind for just was like wah 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 wah. Yes, there the we go. That, that is like soon. 
right? Makes me want to cry. Yeah. Yeah. And throw up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just a lot of other things. Yep, we made it. We <laughs> went um, 10 months, everybody. No, yeah, literally sorry. like army crawling nine to the months? end at this point. Did we do nine months? March, right? March to mm -hmm. now. We've I made a baby at this point. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> There's a lot of corn babies, though. That's just saying. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We, we, we know of right, one particular. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should say that on on the it's air, fine. if you will. It's fine. I don't right. even know. Babies yeah. will happen. It is yes. what happens. Yes. And we babies have mutual happen. friends who yes. uh, have our, who are with COVID baby right yes. now. <laughs> Which with is COVID great. child. Yeah. Quarantine babies. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be an entire generation, everyone. I can't yeah. wait to. Uh, Yay. I wonder what they're going to call that. that one. Also, Lord. I smelled my hand when we were talking about the holidays. I have a holiday shower gel situation that's very great <gasps> i was like what's on your hand i'm very excited i'm just like ee, christmas scent. i know i love it like, that bitch that's burning like falling christmas candles like all yes. year round i have like a right here <laughs> all like, year round yeah it is christmas well, yes come <laughs> on or yule yes. or yeah. Any festive December, January holiday? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the snow. I love, not that we ever get it, but, you know, like right. evergreen smell, pine. I love the dry Boy. grass in my Texas yard. Uh, yes. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it'll snow. Yeah, like, it happens. Gorgeous. It happens sometimes. Right. Sprawling dead grass seas. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Look it's at like a dead a, tree. It's like an ice snow slush type situation yeah. more than it is like an actual snow situation, I feel yeah, it's like. it's like 90% ice, 10% yeah. snow if it ever does happen, which... I'll refer everyone yeah. back to 2011's snow apocalypse. That was really an ice apocalypse. That was a good time. Let's, let's... It was. Oh, that was a great time. It's a good time to be in college. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it snows here, kind of, in Denton, it snows sometimes um yeah sometimes and like i was saying it's it's really like a 90 mostly 10 ice. mix yes mm. of mostly ice and a little bit of snow yeah Some streets like freeze over yeah it's a good time <laughs> there was one time there was one snowpocalypse where i went to a party the night before and we all ended up like staying in this house and we woke up and we were like fuck <laughs> a bunch of strangers how the fuck are we getting home yeah <laughs> yes that and also happened yeah. to me yeah, it was probably the same one honestly yep. the same yeah so apocalypse like, era yeah absolutely you're just like well yeah. it's 2 a.m uh there's no uber i'm I certainly not driving here i can't walk up a hill like no, no. fall and die no nope. yeah. just snuggling with me on the floor right yeah, exactly <laughs> a dog it was fun until like 6 p.m the next day and then we were like okay we really gotta like, all right we really gotta go get like, the fuck out of here i'm officially Everyone a squatter squatter at this point yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good well no. okay i'm gonna literally bring us back yeah <laughs> We have not even gotten to just the sharing snow stories. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Sideshows. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, it's maybe it's apropos for today. We don't, we have no idea. The world may never know. Um, so before we keep going, Danica, can you review your pronouns for us, please? Yes. So she, they pronouns, and I really don't have a preference. They, Excellent. she, right or they. Cool. Word. Beautiful. Yes. And where, I'm assuming this one might be a little self-explanatory, but where are you currently based? Uh, so I'm in Denton, Texas now. Mm -hmm. I uh, just got to Denton in February of uh, this year. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, with COVID, you know, hardcore at the house. Yeah. Um, yep. 
but I do have like a home studio situation and Rona won't last forever. True so, that. Very you know. true. The end is nigh. We're yes. Happy. Feels I I see a little, there's like a light very far in the yeah, distance. Yeah, it's like a very right. faint light, but she's there. <laughs> I see it. It flickers. Like. I see it flickers. It's flickering yes. in the distance, and we're like, I would like to meet you, pretty light. Please, yeah, yeah. please come closer. Like this light right here. It feels yeah. very much like that. It's like, oh, so close, but so far away. You're right there. Right. <laughs> also, like with Denton, like, I'm hardcore in Denton. Like, oh, yeah, like you in the middle of I'm town. I'm in Denton, and like I, I can drive, and I'm privileged to like have access to a car. Mm-hmm. Can't really like highway drive though, so like I'm, I'm in the I'm Denton. Here. I'm <laughs> going anywhere, and that's totally fine. Where yeah. were you? Like, where did you grow up? Like, how? Tell, tell give us your journey of where you so, lived. So honestly, not far from here. I grew up in Watauga. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like Watauga. just down the Denton Highway. Um, I was there my whole life. And then for college, I went to Texas Tech for like five seconds. Amazing. Yes, that's right. I uh, did not, not my scene. That didn't work. And then yeah, I, can I came, <laughs> I came back to DFW. And so like the whole time I was in college, basically, I lived in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Or Narlington, as we called it. Narlington. Swag And town. I was a bartender all of college. And eventually I like got to Dallas and then I was in Dallas for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas is so big. Um, yeah. And I'm a little baby. So now I'm here. And I'm a little baby. <laughs> You're like, I'm just too big for me. Yeah. Yeah. Literally everyone would be like, they live 15 minutes away, but it, it would take an hour. Yeah. Right. That's probably dramatic, but like, no, was, but you're not wrong. It was yeah. a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. Yeah. To get from the far west side to like the far northeast side of so, Dallas, yeah. at least yeah. like half an hour. And I yeah. would try to take an exit when I could highway drive, and I, it would just be like a Hail Mary. I would just be like, I hope I'm not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. All those guys terrifying. High yeah. up. Yeah, like, ugh, coming back to Denton from Dallas every time, I'm just like, and I'm not gonna <laughs> die today. Yeah, it's like focus and yes. leave. Yes. Uh, well, good. Glad well, you got to escape the the big D and came right. on up to the little D. Yeah, it's uh, my yes. pace. For sure. Yeah, it's a good pace for sure. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit how you identify creatively? We personally know you as a photographer, but surely there are other ways in which you express yourself creatively. Yes. Yeah, so I really like to write, um, but I'm like really self-critical of my writing. So yeah, I just I didn't uh, know this. I just write, and then I just uh, never look at it again, or I just don't talk <laughs> about it. I look at it, but I don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, and um, but yeah, I love 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 photography. I do digital photography in my business, but I super love film. It's just so expensive, and yeah, it's hard to get things developed now. Yes, mm-hmm. and like Unless you're doing I'm it yourself. so bad about it. Like I yeah. have disposable <laughs> cameras. I have ten yeah. disposable cameras that are full <sighs> right now. And oh, then yeah. I got a point and shoot film camera, and I have like five rolls of film just waiting. Yeah. Wow. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, it's like a thousand photos. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> photos, writing, um, I've always been a fan of like mixed media stuff. Nice. Uh, so like just anything, like I love even just to go to stuff. Like I just mm-hmm. to be immersed in like light and sound and uh, 
Like, yeah. I love to get lost in that. But for if I'm, like, making it, I'm pretty simple. Like, collages. Yeah. We love um, collage. But hardcore, mainly photos. And during, during quarantine, self-portraits. Hell yeah. Because I'm here all the time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what led you um, to, like, photography as a medium? When was the first time you, like, kind of picked up a camera and started shooting? Uh, so when I was little... I like was lucky. I always had a camera. So my mom Mm -hmm. always had a camera, like a simple point and shoot. And Mm -hmm. she just made sure that like, you know, holidays and cute things, you know, document the things that matter is like, she was very big on that. Like photos, memories. She had lots of photo albums. And so I was like obsessed with that. And I just kind of started doing the same thing. But then I think in like fourth grade, my dad got me a simple film point and shoot Um. and I loved it. And then it just continued, like always had disposable cameras with me, was always going camping, but I would say it got serious in like 2016 or so. Um. I had like a little, it was not a point and shoot. It was like, like a baby, a baby DSLR camera, a baby nice digital camera. Yeah. Yeah. Which I want to say you don't need a nice camera. True that. But it was better than like a disposable camera. Right. I could, you know, affect light and things on it. And I was working in the woods and I was with all these cool queer people and <laughs> they were like, I want photos. And I was like, okay, I have a camera. And then ah. it just, it evolved from there. Yeah. Wow. That's really yeah. cool. It was so fun. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And so how would you describe your artwork per se? I mean, I, I, I mean, if you Google flesh and floor photography, it says Dallas boudoir photographer. Um, But as you said, your origin is 2016 and that's four years ago. So surely lots of change. So how else would you say you describe the art that you make? Cool. Yes. So I would say that boudoir is still accurate, um, but only because there's not another like marketable word. Right. Like I feel like I'm not the only one that does what I do. Right. Like shooting. I love to shoot kinky things, naked things, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like sexual though I do love to shoot sexual things mm-hmm. and to shoot, shoot of the sex itself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I would say boudoir is like, if just some random person who knew nothing about photography, knew nothing right. about mm-hmm. this type of stuff was like, I want photos in my lingerie in a pretty bedroom. Boudoir was what they would look up. So yeah, I'd say right. it's still somewhat accurate. But I would say like my friends, they do like therapeutic boudoir yeah and i'm like or therapeutic photography and i would say i'm like between therapeutic photography and like just pure like document like document documentary style documentary style yeah like just kind of like capturing something that's happening like you were just there like people are art and i love Mm -hmm. to just kind of yes Mm-hmm. Uh, realism yeah yeah because i think like if you're coming to me generally you're coming to me because you want to do like nudes or something so- kind of sexy yeah um right. or erotic or raw or just like 
not sexual, but I'm naked. Yeah, erotic, right. if you will. Not like, yeah. we're in a studio, here's that. a pillar, here's right. a backdrop. Yeah. Yes, and I Smile. love all of those things. Smile. <laughs> like, I would, yeah, like, I do. I love right. all of those things. And there's nothing wrong with anybody who makes their money off that, absolutely. Or make it feels that that is the way that they express themselves creatively. It's just a the line yeah. of difference. No, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I would say, like, that's just not my specialty. But I right. love it and I look up to it. It's magical. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. You can create anything you want in a studio. So that's true. You can. And But I feel like you're... I know that you've spent a lot of time in having a studio space in the Dallas area. And you mentioned that you have your own space at home as well. But I feel like nature is like truly your photo studio. Like if I think of what are flesh and flora photos, they are outside. And then all of those other wonderful things that you mentioned. Um, So, and you also mentioned that you know, you feel that bodies are art and that humans are art. Um, are Would you say that like the combination of those two things, the rawness of nature and the rawness of the human body are like your number one driving forces for the work that you make? Um, absolutely. And can you, I need to write that down because you said that so beautifully. That well, good so thing good. we're recording. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I was like, keep it's going. Been You're like, don't stop. And yeah. What is that? Magical. What did you? Um, yeah. Like, and I often say nature's my church. Like, oh, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. And I say that, like, I'm not generally talking about with business and where I and work and where I shoot, but it applies there too. Um, right. I just, yeah, like, we come from the earth, we will return to the earth. Mm-hmm. I just feel my most at ease and like, calm outside and in nature and I I don't know it's just I really love capturing when people are like immersing themselves in it too right especially if they're like they're not used to it like maybe they're not outdoorsy people maybe they don't like to camp maybe they're afraid of spiders or maybe like <laughs> camping is right. accessible like or yeah. hiking hasn't been accessible or something like so being able to like help someone kind of connect in nature is kind of magical too, to me. Yeah. And knowing like, your chart, like I'm just listening to you talk and like me knowing your chart and like having gone through it a bit, I'm like, I see all of this. Scorpio Venus checks out. <laughs> checks out. I'm yep. like, Earth, yep. Done. See it. Done. Love and sex. Done. Got it. Yes. I love it. Amazing. Everything is right. Stunning. No one's yes. mad. <laughs> it's me. No, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And you can really see it in your work too. I feel like it just really like you just, yeah, like. You exude that. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I love it. Because like, yeah, just like we talk about with studio stuff, like. I do have dreams of learning more like lighting and having some backdrop indoor studio scenarios, mm-hmm. but nothing will give me that this like feeling I get when I'm like outside and then uh, yeah, oh, it's definitely. just so There's good. nothing like it for sure. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's a little I selfish. I just love being outside. <laughs> right. Yeah. And creating art outside. What's not yeah. to love? Yeah. Yeah. No, no one is mad about that. Nature <laughs> is church. Nature is home. Yeah. For that. sure. I always used to say that too when I was religious. I'm like, I don't really like get it with like if when I did believe in God and all of that, I was like being in the church and like 
worship and all of that like doesn't make sense to me inside of a church but get me outside and like around nature and I'm like that is like the worship and kind of like church yeah I totally understand what you're saying for sure the feels spoiler alert nature and the universe (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely like why not go out in the thing that Mm -hmm. the the thing bigger than ourselves created yeah yeah right Hmm. Now I just want to go be naked outside. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, damn, I have a few days out of my grandma's parents' house. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to yeah, re-meet up. Go outside. Uh, I have to go. Naked. <laughs> no one can see us. All of us fucking earth signs. I know. We're like, we're going to actually, we're going to go outside. Really we're going to go. Actually, we're going to turn our cameras off and I'm we're going to be naked. Patreon people pay for this. They pay for this. <laughs> no, y'all have to be naked. Computers outside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love as I you love can it. see it's 50 degrees outside <laughs> oh, i know i need to get down there yeah i love the cold I need <sighs> it's, to it. it's so nice yes absolutely can we talk about the, how masks protect my face from the cold right it's yep. like a one-two punch. i'm like i love that yeah that's like my i'm just rebranding some of the things that covid is annoying with like it's great my face not so cold yeah, it's like a little face scarf. Yeah, just like not so dry. Yeah, no one has to see if I have boogers or anything. Can't see. I know, and yeah, thanks right. to mask me like all over. Oh my yeah. gosh, my whole chin like, all through yeah, here. Literally, like, you can see it. like here you go, Patreon. It's so bad. <laughs> there you go. Oh, look, look, look at it. I exfoliate twice yeah. a week. <laughs> I great daily to wear a mask and no one has to see it either. So absolutely love that. <laughs> so so true. Thanks, oh, mask, for that and protecting us from the sick, yeah, but also from you know. the sick, the sick, <laughs> the also known as pandemica, also known as covidica, COVID-ica all those things. Pandemica. <laughs> uh, which guess was that? Was that not lies. I feel I'm like yeah, sh- she was yeah, yeah calling it or yeah pandemica mm-hmm. yeah uh, Knox Falls everybody pandemica that belongs <laughs> to Knox Falls <laughs> that, I love that yeah that's yeah. great and we claim Covidica yeah I want a shirt These are that's both like clubs. Pantera but like pandemica but like in Pantera font <laughs> yes <laughs> I need that okay yes. my services Roscoe somebody all these in places make shirts. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Sure. Just like throw a like rock and you'll hit one. Like we can find one very easily. Too. Somebody could do it. Someone could do it. That's for sure. This episode is brought to you by The Gracious Mind. Searching for answers? Wondering what's going on with your mental health? At The Gracious Mind, help is here. TGM offers identity affirming, low cost, sliding scale, and payment plan clinical services. Our team is queer, trans, sex worker, immigrant, deaf, and BIPOC allied, as well as available to provide mental health related interpreter services in ASL and English. Our clinic is proud to offer our clinical services to anyone in the following states through our easy-to-use, HIPAA-compliant telehealth software. Arizona, Colorado, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Nevada, Oklahoma, Utah, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. You can also access opportunities to learn and grow from our team through online courses, workshops, videos, and articles. Shop books, journals, workbooks, zines, and gifts in our online shop. In fact, use the code TGM2021 when you shop online and receive 10% off your order. Explore the gracious mind and find the wellness you've been searching for at www.thegraciousmind.com. That's www.thegraciousmind.com. 
We're here to help you thrive. This episode is brought to you by Stoke Coworking, located in the heart of downtown Denton, Texas. Every Tuesday morning, Stoke hosts Coffee and Convo virtually, a casual morning meetup with entrepreneurs, experts, and peers. During this discussion-oriented event, all are welcome to come and learn from an expert in their field and ask questions. Bring your favorite morning beverage and prepare to take notes. On Tuesday, December 14th, join Julie James, co-founder of Playable Media, an education technology company, educator, and participant in the fall 2020 cohort of Accelerate Her, a Denton startup incubator program offered in partnership between Stoke and TWU's CWE. On Wednesday, December 15th, join Randy Skinner of RS Consulting to learn a few tips for creating an email marketing strategy that makes your business a rock star and your customers raving fans. To learn more about how to get involved with Coffee and Conversation, check out Stoke's website at stokedenton.com. That's www.stokedenton.com slash events. So yeah, what has um, your photography been like during the pandemic? You know, you talked about self-portraits and things like that, but I think I've also seen you do a couple of like virtual shoots too. What's yes. that been like? Yeah, tell okay. us. Okay, so. <laughs> Starring me. Have y'all, you know the meme <laughs> where it's like the world's on fire and then it's a little girl yelling or, yes. or the dog and it's like, do you fine. need any photography? <laughs> or <laughs> insert your like craft whatever it here, is yeah you know yeah mm-hmm. you need any coffee beans i don't know <laughs> any ceramics let me know yeah right here, you. Hey. i'm like looking at things like yeah you candles let me know um, got you. so okay so as, as silly as it feels but like we all gotta pay our bills right so yeah, definitely like um i tried to get unemployment it didn't really work and by didn't really work it didn't work it didn't work. Um, so I was, t- I was like, at first I was like, I'm not working. I'm scared, yeah. which, which yeah. I know some people, there was no choice. So I was lucky that I was able to chill for a second. Mm-hmm. And at first it was just self-portraits. So I was like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already took self-portraits all the time. I already took mm-hmm. nudes all the time. I already sold nudes and stuff like that. So my online sex work definitely went up like yeah ramped up right the pandemic started and but besides that I do like distance photo shoots yeah uh so basically outside I wear a mask um I have had clients wear masks outside though most don't but I just stay far away yeah right um I also kind of do like a survey like if they've been to a wedding or something kind of high risk I kind of make make sure they yeah I reschedule like two weeks out you know just to Mm -hmm. kind of be safe yeah I have like I have Lyme disease I got autoimmune stuff I I don't yeah big time I scared no (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, but besides that I do other stuff too like if I know a person I've done some shoes with people I know like right you know in a indoors but I masked far away uh, but mm-hmm. right now, I made up. I made like a Christmas set that I'm very pumped about. Oh yeah, that I'm shooting um, some people like in masks with. Nice. But primarily, outdoors distance shoots have been like the mo, mm-hmm. and then virtual shoots are also available. 
I think cool. virtual shoots scare people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, they scare me a little bit because yeah, I, like, very uncharted territory. I feel like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing and, until like the pandemic. And there's and there's lots like, of ways um, you can do it. So some people are screenshotting on their phone. Some people are screenshotting on their computer. Uh-huh. Some people are taking photos with a camera of their laptop or computer screen. Interesting. Which sounds like it wouldn't what? work, but it actually can it work. And huh. if you yeah. shoot in raw, you can have oh. greater editing right. yeah. uh, like capacity or abilities. Huh. Cool. Uh, I funny. primarily screenshot screenshotted yeah i was like screenshotted screenshot that's not right screenshot (laughs) Uh, it's a subreddit that's gotta be a subreddit (laughs) um but i don't have i don't have any like apple products so if you do like virtual shoots it's really cool if you like apple to apple because they can there's like some really clear effects possible Mm mm-hmm but it's still possible without an apple, and I'm doing make it. Make it work. And it's cute. Gotta do it. Like you said, gonna, you don't need a grainy. nice camera to like make. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. So it's gotta be it, grainy, low res, like low resolution. Right. Anyways, mm-hmm. you can't make it this beautiful giant print or anything like that. Regardless, no way. Right. Yeah, no tiffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's still fun. <laughs> right. Like a chord memory, you know. Like yeah. Remember. Yeah. And like, what if you love a photographer in Iceland, or what if I want to connect exactly, with a model a point. Mm-hmm. in Colombia, and I can do that virtually? Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought it's about so it like cool. that, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, changed the game. I've seen a few people. Some of our friends, past guests of the show, have also participated in um, virtual shoots with other photographers. Um, and yeah, there is a lot of potential, I feel like, in getting some good quality stuff out. I have yeah. not ever considered taking pictures of the screen. Mm-hmm. I tried it. I did it. Um, I don't know. I did, I did a couple trial ones where mm-hmm. I was like, let me shoot you with my phone and my thing and my computer and yeah. my camera. And just see what looks best. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I what like it best. with the uh, – for me, so far – so like a FaceTime call, essentially a Google duo screenshot situation mm-hmm. was really good for, for me. Um, but I really liked it with my camera, but the other, the camera on the other end wasn't oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it got kind of dark. So yeah. that was right. But what, it's still memories. You're doing what you can. Still fun. Yeah. I loved it. That's true. Yeah, I think it's, you know, and I think a lot of people, um, at least like when I, aside from like, well, no, I take that back. I, you know, the only reason why I started getting in front of anybody's cameras was for burlesque, but then it kind of turned into, at least for me personally, like a form of self-care and like, it's a very like therapeutic thing for me, especially as someone who is like recovering from eating disorders and related behaviors. Right. Um, I, um, it's been really beneficial for me in that way. And I think, um, those who have access to the ability, um, would probably really appreciate the opportunity to have a virtual shoot, especially individuals maybe who are isolated, uh, by themselves, um, which is a common occurrence for a lot of people. So, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to everybody who's had to deal with the last nine months and living alone. Like, woof 
Yes. So yeah, we have to find new ways to express ourselves creatively. Pivot, mm-hmm. the word of the year. <laughs> We're pivoting, literally. <laughs> the, I hate yeah, friends, the word but of the year. I yeah. love that meme and I love that oh, like yeah. that one little clip, yeah. like priceless. Yeah, it's absolutely that. Um, and I think vir- a virtual shoot is a great opportunity to do that. I think because, I mean, it eliminates the whole nervousness or anxiety maybe around like having to go to a studio, like leave your home and go yeah. to a place of total vulnerability with a photographer you potentially don't know very well. And if you're not an experienced model, like it's right. that scary enough in itself, too. So a virtual shoe kind of puts you in that space of like you are potentially totally alone and in a place of ultimate vulnerability, but in a place that's hopefully safe. So you still get to like have that benefit and do the thing while also not being able to really do the thing. Absolutely. And people should always feel empowered to like, know like you are in control of your shoot and you can stop it. If you ever want to stop or take a break, you can always do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. That, uh, that's a perfect lead to this next question that I have. So um, again, people, not everybody is experienced in being in front of the camera. Not everybody is uh, a ham. Like all of us, we are all uh, experienced hams. Um, who, Lifelong who ham. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who are, who've had access and opportunities and are inherently just fine and comfortable in front of a camera. So there's not really any issues with like posing or picking outfits or things like that. Um, yeah. Let's say you have like an inexperienced model or an, a person who's coming to do this for the first time, like what kind of advice would you impart on them or maybe can you can talk about some things you go over with them like in the shoot because i feel like in those situations and bird you can speak to this as well working with a model who doesn't know anything about shooting and shoots is a really tough journey for everyone involved so what would you what would you what, what are some key things that you like to cover with individuals of that background so um, I like to view everyone like just as art, right? So you know, like whether right. you are a model or you are a lot of my clients are like burlesque people or sex workers, cam models, or maybe you are a teacher, a mom, a nurse, you know, you and right. you've never mm-hmm. been in front of the camera like you're talking about. So I would say I take like a trauma informed approach mm-hmm. where lots of like open communication and lots of options like always like letting them know they're in control yes. it's really big I also um I don't like rush into anything and like always provide lots of options I think is really important from what the, what they want to wear or how you pose mm-hmm. or how you go about directing or posing. I just think you should have an arsenal of uh, approaches because right. nothing is like no one approach works for any one person. Right. Or, or like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, but besides that, I think just to go like really slow and just be, be real with people. I love mm-hmm. to kind of talk with people at the beginning, see what they're wanting to like show off see what right. they're a little apprehensive about and see if I can kind of sway them to maybe embrace and love that part of themselves a little right. bit more. 
rather than please don't shoot my sell you lie that we all have no matter right. what. Yeah. You know, like let's embrace it. Let's show it up. Yeah. Or whatever um, we're comfortable with. And we go, we go slow. I also have like a warm up period. Like I would say the first 10 minutes, like I don't even edit. I don't, those photos basically don't actually exist. Nice. I'm just like yeah. helping someone be Get comfortable. Like, into it. It's awkward with like a person that you might not <laughs> yeah. know and this block in your face. Right. And especially if you're like really done up and you're not used to that. Right. Or you're it can boobs be like are an pushed overload. up to your yeah. chin and you're like, yeah. what is happening? Or you're, <laughs> or you're butt naked and you're yeah, like, I don't know this person. Um, always set expectations. Always, I let them bring a friend, a partner. Um, I just always ask them like, you know, I'm a photographer, but you are support and you like, you see things I don't see and you can move the hair and you can move the bra mm-hmm. strap and you right. know. The printer. Um, your handler yeah. you may yeah. bring your own handler <laughs> yeah like because and like it's awesome to have like a hype friend yeah like, definitely 100 percent. i love people bring their friends and their friends just like hype them up like, like you, you just need someone in the background going yes yeah i love it <laughs> like pop that booty out let me I see love, like, i've taken a friend to a shoot and i'm just like wow yes this is great i love it's this. so fun mm-hmm. yeah uh but primarily i would say just like go slow and I show I show people what to do. I'm not great with words, so <laughs> rather right. than yeah, showing them all, da, 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 I just kind of do it. Yeah. And of course, we all have different abilities, so I just like ask people if there's anything they really want to do or really don't want to do. We make sure of that before we start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because maybe they don't want to be naked with their right. I don't yeah, know, you just in a weird have, like a case a by case. Yeah, pose. I don't know, but maybe they do. I don't yeah. know. So we just figure it out before we start. Yeah, absolutely. And then I feel like we get in like, I don't know, when I first started taking photos for burlesque and whatnot, and, you know, this relates back to a little bit about what we've talked about with Dr. Karen McDowell on a recent episode, you get in that like freeze response because you never know, again, like the internal trauma of people. So I think having that opportunity to have a photographer who is Trump, number one, trauma informed and number two, comfortable enough with being able to not only verbally express or verbally assist the model, but also Mm -hmm. physically. So in like a, an example sense, Mm because a lot, I mean, not everybody is built in knowing like turning your hip this way makes your butt look bigger. Like if you do this way, it makes you, you know, like accentuating curves, you know, we're taught to hide that kind of stuff. And you know, if we're not of a certain like body type or if we have parts about our body that we don't love, we're trained societally to hide that from the world. Um, when in reality there could be even you as the photographer, you might think that's like one of your favorite parts about that person's body. Mm -hmm. Um, not to play favorites, but you know what I mean? Right. Um, and it just gives that person that opportunity to like break out of that and, and feel a little bit more empowered to take up more space. Yeah, exactly. That's big for me. I say that a lot when I'm shooting, I say like, take up space and I mean it. Like, I don't want a person to like be trying to hide themselves. Like I want them to, like, I want them to open up to the world Yeah, Mm -hmm. and really themselves, um, primarily like they're opening up to themselves and it's like. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful, my like, <laughs> 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 Yes. 
Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to everybody out there who's thinking about becoming a model or doing any kind of self-portraiture work, I hope you listen back to this conversation and remind yourself that you can take up space and that your Mm -hmm. body is beautiful and that you deserve to uh, have these opportunities just as much as anybody else. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You do. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. That reminds me too, like when I shoot, I... I do like I intentionally try to challenge people to let me kind of capture the things that they are a little self-conscious about. Mm-hmm. And I also like I really don't change people like at all. Right. Like if you have like a bruise or like a zit that that would like that's temporary. Right. That I will take yeah. out. But like scars know? or cellulite. Scars, yeah. cellulite. Leave them in. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being honest, I couldn't change a body shape if I wanted to. I don't want to, but yeah. I know like and, and there are ways to like change bodies and I, right. I don't do that. And including skin, like I don't, I will not smooth your skin out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in 20 coming soon, I'm going to add a clause that my photos cannot be used in like before after photos of weight loss. Oh, mm. yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I love I that have, you would add that in there because I have really strong feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I have really strong feelings. <laughs> this is a visual representation of how strong my feelings are. About that. And I feel yeah. like I can't really say anything. And I can't tell you how many times my photos are used. It, it yeah. is both. My really? Photos, a photo I've taken of someone has been there before. Oh, my gosh. And then my, a photo I've taken has been there after. And right. I don't want to be that. No. no. I want to be yeah, right now. Yeah, that's like not what – yeah, exactly. Like that's not <laughs> yeah, like what you're um, – brand is all about exactly. i also don't yeah. want to shit on that like yeah there's a medium there's a there's a venue for that and there are photographers who do that it's right. just not me i am and not if the you, one and if you want that there's a whole line of people there's who so would love many. to provide that for you absolutely do beautiful work it's just not me yeah like no. uh kind of, like we talked about it earlier like i grew up drenched in diet culture yeah and, like, my dad's a bodybuilder yeah and I, you know, and I, like, I didn't realize I had all of this, all of these issues and shame with all of this stuff. I didn't realize that I had not great eating patterns and all of these things like my whole life. Yeah. And now I've like bro- broken away from all of that, which is great. But yeah. when I get dragged into those conversations, it's so easy to like, I should like weigh less. And then I'm yeah. like, ew, no. Like, get away from me. <laughs> like, it's happening again. <laughs> I'm like it's getting Get it out of here. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I'm getting sucked into this. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. It is. So, absolutely. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck diet, diet culture. culture. Yeah. Yeah, definitely fuck diet culture. Yeah. Ugh, I'm reading Ew. I'm reading this book right now about burnout that I'm buying all of you spoiler alert. Um and uh there's an entire chapter that's dedicated to the bikini industrial complex. Mm. and uh, it's insane really just like everything yeah it's just talking about like societally like there's a there is a statistic in there that talks about um sorry the dogs are ruining this very important moment um there's a statistic in there that talks about how like 40 percent of all six-year-old girls surveyed in this thing we're thinking about weight loss in some form or fashion by that age. Wow. They all, yeah. They had another statement that talked about in 1995, the like Fiji islands didn't have like 
modern day television or anything along those lines. And they Mm -hmm. had no like statistics about, or like demographics relating to people with eating disorders. And then Mm -hmm. when, when in 1998, when they introduced TVs, modern day us UK television Mm -hmm. within the first month, they had like, I don't know. It was some crazy percentage. Yeah, it, like skyrocketed, it, I'm sure. Yeah. And so within the first within the first month and then within the first year, they had like 20%, 10%, something like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Of, Medium of people, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? When it's it, disorders. Yeah. Yes. Exploited can be so terrible. Yeah. But on the other side, seeing things could be so good. Like, well, that's what I was going to say, but on the flip coin is like stuff like what you do. And I feel like that's empowering and you're embracing. Right. Or, or even your, like getting yeah. on TikTok and seeing non-binary people. Exactly. Absolutely. And being like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Exposure is all about, yeah, like what you're, yeah, obviously what you're exposed to, but like yeah, right? yeah, things yeah, like yeah. TikTok um, can be very harmful, but also wildly helpful. Like it's helped right. me in a lot of ways. Just like, sure. just, just like so finally. So many things get your feed for you you have to you curate know? it and you're like yes. truly and mine's then, all like self-help and witchy shit yeah right yeah all mine's are out bs no bs <laughs> i still somehow ended up on <laughs> cat, cat tiktok <laughs> do not own cats <laughs> you don't even own a cat i, I don't even that. own a cat that's a but good place to be that's that's okay it's nice yeah. i'm on cat witch talk yeah. boston terrier tiktok yeah uh, yeah the wit- let's see cat witch boston terrier self-help Yep. And uh, oh man, I can't remember the other one, but the cat one is the most prominent. And I'm yeah. just like, uh, I, I love so my cats. Like, okay, little tiny but doses you know of serotonin, I'll take it. These right. cats aren't trying to tell me that I need to lose 30 pounds because of the pandemic. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My TikTok used to be very helpful. It was like so many therapists. I was like, this is yeah. great. And now Honestly. it's just straight up, just like queer thirst traps. It's like. <laughs> There is nothing. There is so. There, which is great for me. It is great for my mental health. Exactly. It's just having a different kind of way. No therapist in sight. No therapist. No, not not one to be seen. But I'm like, wow. But at least in like the queer TikTok, you've got that exposure to yeah, atypical bodies, atypical atypical people, Mm non-binary individuals. You know, like Mm -hmm. the whole. Like be my TNGC friend? spectrum. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Be my friend. Can be I my friend. Be my friend. Look for a while longer. <laughs> Stay right here. <laughs> be uh, my guest. Be my guest. <laughs> Get on my page. F for you page. <laughs> oh, every I love it. It's we're so all we're here Hell for yeah. each other. Right? Hell yes. <laughs> True that. So so. So what does 2021 look like for Flesh and Flora? What are you, I feel like you've talked, I know you mentioned you've got the COVID sheet or the survey that you're doing with individuals. What's it, you know, like what are your current plans right now for what next year is going to look like for booking um, your services? Currently plan on staying how I am with distanced virtual you know, safe shooting. Mm-hmm. People can book through my website. Um, I've got like a whole contact form. Um, or you can just go straight to my email. Um, and we'll provide all of that later. And, Excellent. but hopefully the Ronas will not last all of 2021. Yeah. Right. Um, I am very, very hopeful. Um, but also I plan on doing a lot of back end stuff 
So like a lot of business is kind of planning ahead. Right. Yeah. And so it's hard to when you're like don't know what the future holds. Right. Right. But yeah. Like I hope that like by this time next year that like I actually have like a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday thing for people yeah. to Oh my to, gosh, like, right. Book or claim or whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of want to like take advantage of like the lull uh, with the Ronas and yeah. kind of do some planning. Um but also I need the monies, so right, right. virtual shoots, distance shoots. Um, I also, I think I'm going to jump on the parenthood um, pregnancy photo shoots. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. We also got quarantine babies, so. Coming, yeah. yeah. Quarantine Lots babies of, are uh, coming. Yeah. Yeah. However, pregnancy I thing. just like, I kind of just want to work with a pregnant person. I'm not amazing with. A the, shooting a baby. Well, <laughs> yeah. With the, well, the baby, I could do like you know, lifestyle, but like posed newborns. That's not. Yeah. Me. So um, hard. So hard. Yeah. And it's, like with the, when it's like a pregnant couple or pod, um, I'm just, I want, I care about the baby and like the pregnant yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> so totally I, immunocompromised. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then I think I, I, I think I'm going to jump on graduation, like senior graduation oh, senior type stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, just being in Denton, that's accessible for me. Very, um, yeah. Both like TWU and UNT are accessible for me. Yes. Um, to get to, and so I'm like, that's a thing I could do. Yeah. But I'm excited yeah, and lots of outside stuff, obviously. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All the outdoors outside. shoots. Yes, all the outside things. Amazing. Well, hopefully we'll be able to see a lot more of your new work in 2021. I, for one, am looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to doing shoots myself. Yes. (laughs) Love coming. Yeah, I think I'll be throwing it up on the website a lot more, like photo-wise, Patreon and my website, because Insta's getting real strict with their rules. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as I don't want my Instagram to get deleted, I don't feel like shooting to cater towards whatever the rules are. I know. Yeah. That's such a thing. That's a thing we got to talk about too in the future. That's a, but you that's can do a be detail really hard. shot at every shoot. Just be like, here's a small detail. <laughs> here's my yeah. finger. And come over here to see all of the things. Yeah. Go to our website, I guess. Yeah. Right. Here's a finger holding a picture of a man's nipple. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Muffle won't be yes. as bad as we think it is. What is it? Yeah. Hope for the worst. Plan for the worst. Hope for the best. Yeah. Yes. I almost said hope for the worst. Hope <laughs> for the worst. Plan for the best. <laughs> I mean, you know, it depends on your situation. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We have come to the part in our episode where we like to ask our guests, what does femme mean to you? Do you identify as such? If not, we can talk about other stuff. I so obviously I listen to this podcast, right? Right. Thank you for just subscribing <laughs> for our Patreon. <laughs> this question is asked like in every, every interview. Right. And and ever since I've been listening, even before I was ever gonna be on the show, I've always thought, I don't know how to answer that question. Right. <laughs> and so I've been pondering on it for a long time and then like really pondering on it once I was gonna come on the show, obviously. Right. So <laughs> My non-binary answer to, for me, what femme means or what being femme means, at least in my personal self, my, my life, being femme is, in this world, femin- like femininity is seen as like weak. 
is often seen as being weak and like submissive a little bit. Right. And I, I like to think of being femme as like, yes, we can be soft, but we also like, we are a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. and we are extremely strong, especially like together. Definitely. Um, I'd like to think like, you just add all of us up, we will just like beam, like just be this yeah. power beam. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, like in a world that wants, that kind of would expect me to do certain things, I want to write my own script and yeah. I don't want to have to be any one thing that is like dropped on like fins. Right. And I want to, but I want to, I want to be able to be whatever the hell I want to be while also claiming things that people might expect of me. I might, I might be soft and sweet sometimes. And sometimes I am kind of mother-like and caring, but I'm also like rage baby and (laughs) like, rage baby. Like, I don't want your help on certain things, Mm -hmm. man. And like, we don't want to smile and. We don't have to be nice. Right. But it also doesn't mean that we're bitches. Right. But also right. being a bitch isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm trying to like become proud of being a bitch. Like not like, you know, an asshole. Mm-hmm. But just like, yeah, like I I do take up space. Like femme people can take up space and they can be strong and they do have their own voice. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, again, this book I'm reading (laughs) talks a lot about um, human giver syndrome, uh, which is a really interesting thing that is covered throughout this whole book. Um, And one thing they talk about is people who suffer from human giver syndrome all embody that have to deal with that duality of like, being that soft, caring, nice, giving person at all times while also attempting to be um, like how, you know, like cis boys are raised, um, to be, um, independent and self-assured and confident and able to be disruptive in ways that benefits them personally Um, as AFAB people. And as people who, I guess, quote unquote, suffer from this syndrome, like feel, uh, guilty for, for being that way while mm-hmm. also striving to want to feel all of these other ways that they mm-hmm. seek and bring them success or makes them feel mm-hmm. good and whatnot. Right. And yeah, I think um, women and femmes, you know, disproportionately more so deal with these kinds of things. And, you know, AFAB people in general deal with these kinds of um, like cognitive dissonance around the question itself. So yeah, I think your answer perfectly embodied it. Yeah. Yay. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's hard to think about because yeah. like I don't really feel feel very feminine or masculine. I just right. feel like I don't I, I don't I, I literally yeah. don't know how to describe how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I just know that there are certain things that we feel really fucking good and there are certain things that do the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've always just kind of viewed myself as this kind of like, for lack of a better word, non-binary person, but yeah. I didn't always like have the words for that. 
Right. And when I, and, but when I look at other people, like, I don't know, I don't necessarily, I'm not instantly like femme or mass, but right. I just like, I don't know. Everyone's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, and everyone's beautiful. And it, like, I feel like there's like a duality within everyone. And then I also feel like some people might feel like everything and nothing right all at once. Yes. I feel like that's yes. how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about that. We feel like that's what femme is, is everything and none of it all yeah. at the same time because mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. Right. You know, it's, um, you know, it's something we've said multiple times before. Femmes can be thems. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very interesting experience from my perspective of, um, contemplating like what that perspective must be, must be like, and you've touched on it today of like, what, it, you know, femme is such a like centric thing for a lot of people while also not being a very centric thing. And it, um, it does kind of make you question. You're like, am I supposed to rebel against this or also embrace it? Like where right. am I at? What do I right. do? Yeah. Right. When I don't feel like when you feel like you're in the middle of the line or no, there's no line at all, you know? Yeah. So it's, um, well, they're just like that, that script, the, uh, the invisible script that right. just exists. Like these people do these things that is society, but right. it's all just a script and just do what feels good for you. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Exactly. Period. Ta-da! Done. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has really been such a joy to have you on finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think awesome. I think our I think our 2020 list is uh, complete now, yeah. which is a really exciting thing to think about. So thank you for being the individual that completes it for us. Of course. <laughs> so before we go, um, where can we find you? What would you like to promote? Where can we find you online? Please, please share the thing so we can check yes. your stuff out. Okay, so right now I am on Instagram um, as right Flesh and Flora. And I have a backup Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look up like Flesh and Flora, that backup Instagram will also pop up on Instagram. Right. Um, but primarily, I do have my own website, which is a beautiful thing because I can do and post whatever I want on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can find that website. Um, it is fleshandflorafotos.com. And very soon, fleshandflora.com will get you there too. And that's also in my Instagram bio. But again, I don't know if that will exist for much longer. Right. Hopefully it will. Uh, yeah. Change plug on Patreon as well. Yes, um, it's good. I literally have not been able to search myself on Patreon. Um, but patreon.com slash Flesh and Flora. No spaces or anything. We'll get you there. And you can join that for uh, like as little as a dollar. A whole dollar. A whole dollar. Twelve dollars a year. A whole dollar here. <laughs> hell yeah that's amazing yeah well well we will certainly be pushing out all the things you can also see a visual representation of flesh and flora photography work on our website and this is uh, true this is very true (laughs) and we'll hopefully be doing a new set with you to do a little update in 2021 i'm very much looking forward to that hell Um, yeah hell yeah hell yeah brother (laughs) brother (laughs) speaking of hail yes i'd like to hail yeah our patreon subscribers so just like danica dobson of flesh and flora photography you too can join our patreon for as little as a dollar a month that's 12 dollars a year where you get access to 
behind the scenes interviews, some special extra content and um, our upcoming virtual Patreon exclusive events that we'll be bringing to you in 2021. So to those of you who support us now, we say thank you to Kristen Spivacek of After Dark Bohemian Charm Photography, Danica Dobson of Legend Florida Photography, Megan Doherty, Atticus Kimbrough, and Allie, Allie Barnes of Allison Lee Designs, and Devin Bruner of Devin Michael Studios for supporting the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Podcast. And one last thing before we go. Um, our merch is available now, uh, at rise market rise market is an amazing queer and BIPOC centered, uh, virtual marketplace where you can shop over 150 different vendors from all across the U S if not globally. Um, you can find our buttons and our pins on there. And through the end of 2020, we are donating 50% of all proceeds to the black trans advocacy coalition. So support us, support an amazing nonprofit all in one fell swoop by shopping our merch today at risemarket.live. Dee, thanks for joining us today, friend. We are so glad to have had you. And thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of What The Fem Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Queen on the Scene creates 100% custom authentic pins and gear for LGBT by LGBT. Pride happens year-round, not just during the month of June, and they mean it by giving back in big ways. All purchases from Queen on the Scene shop helps this team of enamel pinsters offer custom pins, either free or at cost, to community individuals and LGBT-focused nonprofit organizations seeking fundraising opportunities. We're so proud to offer our merch from Queen on the Scene Shop, which is available now at risemarket.live as well as our website. And look forward to seeing everybody sporting our adorable logo pins and buttons. So if you love our current merch and want to explore more by Queen on the Scene, check out their website today at www.queenonthescenshop.com that's www.queenonthescenshop.com thanks for tuning in to another episode of what the fan podcast support for our show comes from listeners and supporters like you be sure to rate review and subscribe to our podcast from wherever you are listening to the show your reviews help other users find our show, and we thank you for the help in spreading the word about What The Fem Podcast. Learn more about how you can support us or even become a part of the show by visiting our website at www.whatthefempodcast.com. Now go out there and fuck it up, fems. Big Stink.